Hello and welcome back to Black Arcade Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode, belatedly, of Flack Season 1, Episode 4, Brooke. Written by Oliver Lindsley, directed by Peter Cataneo. Premiered March 7th of 2019 and I gave it an 8.7 out of 10. It was nice to see that the ladies' actions do have consequences and it doesn't end up rosy for everyone can be very volatile and uh, what they do anyway and disruptive to innocent people's lives and they're all in the the business of succeeding winning power all of that jazz but we saw a very good man be destroyed in this episode and it was Despite feeling bad about it, down to these women's decision, and I do mean all three women, including the titular character, Brooke, I am with my coffee, because I'm tired, (laughs) decided to record this this morning, so bear with me as we get through the recap. I usually go back to, well, we can't call it sleep, but I lay in bed this last hour and a half before I have to go to work after I drop my daughter off at school so I'm deciding to be an adult instead (laughs) Uh, because I I am adhering to my strict two-day rule which is two days a week back-to-back no recording I did not intend to miss Friday however family emergency got in the way Jones Chronicles if you want to hear all about that let's go ahead and get into this episode Robin is coaching a woman, Alexa, through an acceptance speech. She clearly doesn't think the talentless cunt, which is the woman who won, deserved. Eve and Melody are there for emotional support and is still as much as possible. They're all about them freebies. And I don't blame them. That's why I would go to one of these events, but I don't know if it would be the... (laughs) Clearly they're there for their job, but... I know some people who would love to just show up at random events for, uh, they like this type of thing, talking behind each other's back, conferences, things like that. Robin has a lovely date at 4am with her boyfriend, but when he brings up babies and her being upset every time the word is brought up, it causes an argument on this being what they both want. She calls herself to get out of the conversation, which is something I feel like I would do. (laughs) So that was a relatable moment, despite how trash it was. She treated him like a fool, though. He's not stupid. He lives with you. So he knows the difference between the work phone and the non-work phone. And he realizes that your behavior when it comes to this baby is a little lackluster. And you're not saying shit. And then when you get to the end of the episode... It makes it even more, no, this is a you problem. I mean, we knew that, but he's giving you an out. She sleeps on Melody's couch with the excuse that she locked herself out. Robin susses out that Craig is her boyfriend and that Melody comes from an actual stable background, which I think Robin envies just a bit. Eve is a little jealous she missed the sleepover, but knows things must be shaky at the mill. I'm guessing that means home front as life 
It's a bag of dicks. We spend half our time searching for love or whatever. And then the other half trying to escape it. It's very true. Uh, but that's also, you know, <laughs> an excuse not to put forth the effort. That That's a life period. It is. You live, you learn. Um, you have children, but yes, they drive you nuts. You love them, but you also want to put them in a carpet and just roll them down a hill. Tom is also into Eve and she's pretending she doesn't treasure it since she kept it from Robin. Caroline is upset just as they see front page news that Brooke's post-op is on the front cover. And they just found out about it, so someone needs to be fired. She said, gang up on the weakest one. I don't care. A desk needs to be cleared out. She stated that. But at the end of the episode, we don't see that she fired anyone. And I think there's more to this character than just her bluster. And I'm so curious to get to that. And we only got two episodes left of this season. I would be highly disappointed at this point, past the halfway point, that we really haven't gotten as much from her. They go to Brooks, who can't lose her paid endorsements, so they suggest that the husband come out and state he lost his temper and struck her because nothing's going to happen, yada, yada, yada. They do the press conference. All the women bully him into agreeing to do this because lies are what, rem- or what makes relationships work. <coughs> Bullshit. They really are going through lifts to excuse their own bad behavior. He goes along with it and Abigail Reese shows up, who I do adore, is still getting under Robin's skin as she tells her she um, does what she does because she likes power and setting the agenda, but warns not to go too hard when she notices that she hasn't been sleeping. Then she says, you really hate yourself around me, don't you? Which is curious. I want to know more about that. Eve is almost... Eve had almost made me thaw towards her by asking, you know, why Melody was sulking because she's having issues because she keeps uh, pushing aside her boyfriend for the women's approval. Well, mostly Eve's approval. And mm, we'll talk more about that later. (laughs) But she does at least go over and ask, hey, what's going on? Do you want to come out with drinks with us? Because she is making the effort to, you know, come into work, always getting them coffee. She's really just Robin's intern, but she makes an effort to really try to to help Eve as well. She does tell her, though, you have to be like Granite and care less because she's also caught up in the fact that they just ruined a good man's name he's a teacher he's a basketball coach he's got kids (laughs) that look up to him they meet with tom at the bar and then you have eve showing her disgust for quote-unquote pigeons which is what she calls craig and his friends he comes to say hi to his girlfriend who brushes him off in front of her friends trying to appease uh, Eve's judgment though both Robin and Tom are less shitty but don't do anything about her behavior which is the bystander effect Robin is jealous 
of Eve and Tom and points out his relationship with Eve is weird once they're alone. She avoids her boyfriend, who she should be patching things up with. She propositions Tom to leave alone with her, completely forgetting that she loves her best friend and he's definitely into it, but realizes this is a shit best friend thing to do. I mean, just ditch your BFF right in the middle of a bar with her boyfriend but let's be real eve is a bitch and really deserves it (laughs) and it's clear that tom likes robin but robin won't sleep with him because she's trying to quote unquote her uh be faithful to her boyfriend but she's a hot mess robin sleeps once again on melody's couch as she dismally tries to retain her boyfriend who's understanding so he says robin then wakes and continuously calls her mom who has passed away we do forget that she is dealing with a, a trigger of trauma and grief so that may be accelerating her cycle she also mentioned she hasn't spoke to her dad in 13 years because he cheated but she also doesn't blame him for cheating realizing in retrospect that her mom was a hot ass mess but she still won't call him despite um, Melody's suggestion as much. Robin calls Sam who says they are not children and she can't disappear off with their with the weak excuses that she's given. But then she sees that some well-to-do domestic violence advocate wants Brooke to set an example by pressing charges and not standing by her man which is already trending. So crisis not avoided. She gets to Brooks and wants to play the mental health angle, illness angle with Jeremy's poor character assassination and calls Abigail Reese to write the story as she's someone with no, uh, (laughs) with no scruples. And hey, I don't feel one cent for Robin because she uses this reporter and then doesn't think that the shoe's ever going to drop on the other foot. Ruth calls having found out Mark has been lying and now they're broke and that her sister knew about this the whole damn time. So Robin freaks out, decides to go to Ruth after she hangs up on her. She leaves her client with a reporter on Thieves' Honor. Melody is rejected by Craig at the office scene as she is actively ashamed of him and embarrassed and embarrass the crap out of him in front of his friends here he is telling everyone about his lovely girlfriend and she's acting like she can't be bothered and then you have eve very loudly disparaging them and you're totally okay with that and that's eve is absolutely tasteless i get that's the point of her character (laughs) and why i'm not in this business Ruth tells both Mark and her sis that it didn't matter that he lost his job. It matters that he lied about it, which is exactly right. (laughs) Because you didn't give me the opportunity to respond and do something about our future, our situation. You decided it was all about you in a moment that it really wasn't. Like you could stay at home with the kids and I could have been working this whole time. The story goes live from Abigail Reese because y'all thought after last episode she wasn't coming back. 
<laughs> to bite y'all in the ass now brooke is pressing charges against her husband who was set up to be the patsy brooke has been talked into sending her husband to the wolves for newfound popularity and power and fame it's not even talked into she's just more like hey this helps my career and she doesn't give a fuck about jeremy and her husband or his life i should say Eve tried to talk in front of Caroline when they both were standing in front or sitting in front of her desk. Shut the fuck up! Then thought it was okay to sigh a, breathe, a breath of relief when Caroline admits professionally this was a win. And the state of the marriage was never a concern, nor was Jeremy, as that's not their client. However, this situation was out of control and you were one up by a journalist. Now fuck off. But I can see that this is wearing on Caroline. This probably was not, you know, you're supposed to fix the situation completely. And the fallout does matter. Eve admires the chew out that they received and tells Robin to go fix her stuff while she gets Jeremy out of jail. Now this next scene, while yes, Mark was an idiot, absolutely 125%. Robin was also being overly much in this scene. I'm sorry, that's not how I ever comforted a family member, especially bringing up sex in the equation. Plus the, um, her body language was all wrong. But the point was she screwed over her sister in the worst way and eventually they were fine. So Ruth will forgive them is where she's going with this because she's special. She needs to be protected that's how she's always felt about her sister but by doing so she's also we've seen in the past hurt her immensely <laughs> with the betrayal it was only for a second but seeing caroline with her wig off is just a great moment for the character melody is once again the go-to couch now for mark who's homeless and broke and finally asks if melody is in uh robin finally asked if melody is okay but she lies that she's been dumped because she was crying in the bathroom because craig was like look i'll fix your shit but i'm not gonna like i've been rejected my whole entire life by people like this i'm not about to do the same thing I'm not about to use me like that robin imagines herself jumping into the river thames river tap is it thames or thames sam is too good for robin because he's like i'm sorry too i'm cooking for you we ain't gotta stress about the baby i got my own anxieties about it he even thinks he's shooting blanks because he used to smoke weed and he said i just prefer you and you don't have to rebel against me and they both decide to drink the unfair thing is he thinks he it may be him and that's what's fucked up about it they don't that's not a healthy relationship he gonna eventually find out and dump her ass but he seems to also really put up with a lot of her shit too which this is what people thrive this is what these type of women thrive off of i'm sorry to say it or have to say it but these patterns of of behavior you know they they leech on to people and they they take the good that's why her boyfriend is such a model at home she wants to have the example and pretend she's in the good lane but she knows that she belongs in the bad lane and that is our episode for this week (laughs) 
we don't have any feedback so if you want to send some for our next episode blackfrocouch at gmail.com which will be on saturday or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic <laughs>